Say, but God loves you that long. Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you today. Uh, today is a wonderful Monday. And I know uh, we are blessed of the Lord to have the privilege and the opportunity uh, to be in the land of the living. And so we do thank the Lord who's ahead of our life. We honor God. We honor our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison, and an entire uh, Pentecostal Power Church family to my own wife, missionary Janice Newsom. We thank God for what God is yet doing um, for us. Uh, and we're just grateful to the Lord for the plan of salvation that he has uh, afforded us to obtain through believing, repenting, and being baptized in the name of the Lord. Jesus for the remission of our sins and we tear it on the altar until we receive the Holy Ghost power uh, with joy, with conviction, and with a mind to pray. Praise God. And so we thank God for uh, his mercies toward you and all the people of God. And so we want to uh, go into our sidebar for a minute. Uh, before we go into prayer and then we'll go into the Bible study but as you know and you don't need me to tell you that we're still in the midst of this pandemic and that's not the uh, that's not the bad thing uh, I consider a worse thing is to not have a prayer life in times like these that's the most uh Alarming thing, you know, Bible said in the world, you're going to have tribulation. Jesus said, be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. And so that's not, uh, it's not the biggest thing that we face that we're in a pandemic, but I just want to give you face value and, and, and uh, let you know that we're not oblivious to what uh, the challenge is today. And not only the pandemic, but we're still dealing with health issues, financial issues, uh, personal issues. Some people got attitude issues. Um, you know, some people got, you know, authoritarian issues. And so we're dealing with all of the above, but we want to encourage the people of God to keep, uh, keep your heart focused on God. Uh, keep seeking his face. Uh, keep calling on his name. Uh, keep believing God, keep trusting God in spite of the challenge. And so that's what we admonish the people of God to do. Want to say that we love you um, as God humble servant. 
we love the people of God and we feel the urgency and the uh, need to continue to move forward uh, in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we thought it would be good to continue uh, to remain on the air uh, to serve the people of God because I truly believe this is just my sidebar. This is no prophecy. This is no, you know, news bulletin. This is just uh, the way I observe it. This is not the Lord, but this is Brother Newsom. The way I observe it is that we're looking at another shutdown uh, in terms of uh, the government and some other entities just due to the viewpoint. And I'm not advocating the church to shut down. Don't don't misunderstand me at all. Uh, you know, God's truth is marching on. But I'm saying in terms of getting this, uh, getting a handle on what we allowed to spiral out of control. Now, God never uh, allowed us to enter into this thing and not have some type of uh, uh, support structure or some type of way, you know, that we could uh, overcome it. Because I believe the scripture says, you know, there's no temptation, according to uh, Corinthians 10 and 13, that there's no contempt. No temptation, which is common on demand, that God is able with that temptation. So even with the pandemic, God has given us a way of escape. But I don't believe personally that we've took the wisdom part of this thing uh, to escape it. I think we just think we're going to um, do whatever we want to do and then there's no consequences. That's not how life works. So I don't want to get into that, but I just want to share this. Sometimes we can't be a people of God. We expect a lot out of God, but we don't want to accept the consequences of our action. And so don't go out like that as a believer. That means, you know, if you do something, the Bible said, whatsoever man sow it, that shall he also reap. And so if you sow to the flesh corruption, you got to know that you're going to reap some consequences. Don't expect God to take the consequences when you cause them. And so I don't want to get into nothing. But I just want to let you know, if you make a decision to do something that's not sanctioned by God, be willing and ready and be mature enough to accept the consequences. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying don't when when things don't go the way you think they should go, don't look at nobody else, you know, because that's what we like to do. We like to play the blame game, but accept the responsibility. I'm not saying that you right or you wrong. And I'm just dealing with a general point of you as, as Christians, as believers. Sometimes it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether if I view it as you being right and me being wrong or I'm being wrong and you being right. It's just a simple point of if you make a decision, be willing to handle the consequences. And that's all I have to say about it. We're going to get ready to get into the Bible class and it, it's cut and dry. The scripture is cut and dry in terms of what we, uh, what God allows us to do as free will agents. We can do whatever we choose. But just know there's a set of consequences that come with our choices. And so that's where we at today as a word of wisdom and a word of caution and a word of warning to all of you out there um, that are listening uh, to this broadcast. But we're going to get into the word of the Lord today. Um, we still um, got some things happening this week. Uh, but we want to uh, kind of encourage the people of God. We talked about several subjects. We talked about the woman at the well and we kind of hadn't really got released from that, but we're going to move uh, in a different direction as the Lord direct us today. And so we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. So let us pray at this time. Remember our leaders in prayer, 
Remember our pastor, Bishop Murchison, uh, our presiding bishop, Bishop Scott. Uh, let's pray for our assisting presiding bishop, Dr. Charles Bennett. Let's continue to pray for uh, Mother Bennett and just all of the saints of the uh, National Pentecostal Power Churches. Let us pray for one another, okay? Pray for all of our mothers in the church. Pray for those visitors that came on Sunday. Pray for those that decided to join the church. We're excited that we had somebody, a uh, family that come forward and want to be a part of us. We're uh, saluting them. We're saying, God bless you. And we really gratefully thank the Lord for still moving in a time like this, in this challenging time. People are still getting saved. And that's a very, very important pivotal point that we still must share the gospel message and we must receive all of those that will come to him. And so let us keep those families encouraged. Let us continue to pray for our sister churches that God will continue to strengthen and add to the church daily, such as should be saved. Let us pray for our bereaved families. Let us continue to intercede for those that have lost families due to COVID. Let us pray for those families that's been affected and been impacted by the COVID virus because it could have been the other way. It could have been one of us. And so let us be admonished to pray, saints. Let us pray that God will take us through and get us through and that he would uh, keep us from the virus and he will keep the virus from us. Remember the prayers, uh, requests of those that have asked you to pray for them. Let us pray for our essential workers, our first line uh, workers that are working in health care. Uh, essential workers, let us continue to pray for them, especially those uh, that are in ministry. Let us pray for those that are in leadership and in ministry that God will continue to take them forward. And so let us pray at this time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We lift you up. We glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Father, touch in the name of Jesus. Honor the request of thy people. Honor our repentance, God, as a people. Forgive us, Lord, of every sin, every transgression. Oh, Lord, let your blood cover us now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we need you right now. Asking you, oh God, to touch in a special way. Look on the families, oh God. Oh God, that's been afflicted by the COVID virus and by many other circumstances. Oh God, to their health and to their well-being. We pray that you would touch and grant healing now in the name of Jesus. Father, direct us through the scriptures, oh God, that we might encourage your people. Father, we thank you and we forever give you praise and we give you thanks. As we decrease, that your anointing increase. We forever thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Thank God, amen and amen. And so we're going to talk today amen, just from the word of God, from the scriptures today. And we're going to go uh, into uh, a very, very uh, uh, familiar passage of scripture. We're going to go to uh, 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 1 John. Uh, we're going to go to 1 John, but before we get 1 John uh, chapter uh, 1 and verse number 7. All right, we're going to get to 1 John chapter 1, verse number 7. And we also want to go to the New Testament. We're going to go to St. John chapter 9. All right. So we ask you to journey through the scriptures with us and go to St. John chapter 9. We're going to be brief today. We're just going to um, share a brief word to the people of God uh, so you can uh, 
kind of feast off the word of God. And we're going to go um, and uh, talk about a few things here. First John chapter nine. Uh, and we're going to, we're going to talk from that for a little bit here so we can uh, kind of see uh, uh, our familiar uh, passage of scripture. And we're going to go to St. Uh, John chapter nine and verse number one through five. And I just want to deal with a point uh, that I kind of researched as I was looking at uh, the lesson plan. Uh, St. John chapter nine, verse number one, and Jesus passed by. He saw a man which was blind from his birth and his disciples asked him saying, master, who did sin? This man or his parents? And he says that he was born blind. So they do uh, an inquiry about this man that was born blind. Um, they want to uh, ask Jesus uh, uh, what uh, was the circumstance or the situation has to deal with uh, the man that was born blind. They wanted to survey and uh, see what Jesus had to say about uh, this man and his parents, because they believed that, you know, um, apparently that there had to be some type of reason uh, that this man was suffering. And so we're going to talk about that today, you know, because people think because the people of God uh, suffering and going through things, they must have sinned or done something wrong. But that's the farthest from um, the truth. And Jesus shed light on this. So let us take a look at it here in John, St. John chapter nine, verse number three. Jesus answered, just take a look at it. Jesus answered and he says here, neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. And now I just want to share a point of interest here. You know, um, the Jewish culture or the Jewish belief in the Jewish culture seemed to be that, you know, calamity or suffering had to be connected to some type of sin. You will see direct relationship in this as well as it references our brother Job. Now, I don't, I'm not trying to get into Job, but you'll see a direct relationship and reference. Uh, I'm just saying of this passage of this sort of people always trying to connect uh, a calamity with something somebody must have done wrong. And so I want to encourage the people of God that just because you got COVID, that doesn't mean you've done something wrong. That doesn't mean you have sinned. You know, it doesn't mean that, you know, God is paying you back. You know, that's the farthest from this, you know, this crazy theology that people use, you know, uh, the Bible said rains on the just as well as the unjust. So be encouraged. You may have gotten COVID just due to the fact of uh, you was uh, next to somebody that you didn't know was sick. Okay. So let us just put it plainly where it is. Let's don't try to blame God or bring God into these type of frivolous claims that we make. And so I just want to set the record straight through the word of God. So the people of God will be encouraged during these challenging times to know that God is on your side as he was uh, for 
um, this blind man. And he says exclusively that the works of God may be manifest. Now, have you ever thought about having the COVID virus that you might have a testimony of victory? Now, I just want to put some, put a spin on your theology for a minute, because sometimes we think every time something bad or something uh, difficult or something immense happen in our life, immense mean something large or challenging or, or some obstacle, something that's different that challenges us and challenges our faith, that old something doom and gloom has happened. I, I beg to differ. I challenge your theology to look on the flip side of the coin and know that God is working a work in the lives of the people of God for what others have died from. He's allowed you to suffer through it and suffer with it. And so be encouraged, people of God. So we're going to move on here, but I just want to encourage you. This is just a brief uh, synopsis of this uh, particular passage, and I thought it would be good uh, to look at and encourage the people of God from these excerpts here today. And we're going to read uh, verse number four, uh, but I'm going to go back over verse number three, St. John chapter nine, verse number three. We're going to go down to about seven. All right. But we're going to we're going to um, stop at verse seven and we're going to conclude there. Uh, and then we'll share uh, a few more words of excerpts and then we'll get on out of your way. So we'll probably be on for another 15, 20 minutes. All right. So take a look at this. In verse number three, Jesus answers and he says here, neither hath uh, this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. And he goes farther to disclose, I must work the works of him that sent me. He say that sent me. And he says, I must work while uh, it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. All right. And so this Jewish culture and belief thought that this man that was born blind was connected to some calamity or suffering as a result of some great sin. But Jesus used this man's suffering to teach faith and to glorify God. Now, that's what we here today talk about glorifying God. In the midst of your challenge, can you glorify God? In the midst of your storm, in the midst of your pain, can you still and will you still have faith enough to glorify God? I think you know the answer to that, my friend. Give him glory right where, right where you are, praise God. Give him praise, hallelujah. Right where you sit, right where you stand, right where you're working, praise God. Lift up your hands and thank the Lord because he's truly been good to the people of God. And so let us take a look here. Christ used this man's suffering to teach faith and for to glorify God. Look at this now. We live in a world that is fallen. And sometimes uh, uh, good behavior is not always rewarded. Let's be honest. You know, let's be frank. Let's be transparent. Uh, sometimes it looked like, you know, um, you know, especially encourage our young people look like the better, more they try to do good. You know, it just seems like, you know, the, the bad stuff try to overshadow, overshadow the good. But the psalmist says my good days outweigh my bad days and I won't complain. 
And so we encourage people, God, not to complain because the good still outweighs the bad in spite of how people want to magnify, you know, the small little frivolous things. We want to focus on the greater thing, and that is the light of God. And no matter how small your light is or how insignificant you think your light is making an impact, keep being a light. Praise God. Keep letting your light shine, saints. Keep blessing God in the midst of the fire. Praise God. Now, look at this now. Sometimes uh, good be behavior is not rewarded. And uh, sometimes the, uh, the bad behavior goes unpunished. But Jesus uh, still was focusing on the main thing, was glorifying God and having their faith built up. And the psalmist says, and Psalms, I believe, 37, we want to get that, 37 and 1. I think it's about time that I get that because we, we want to we want to encourage the people of God through the scripture so you can look at this, you know, because sometimes we don't take a look at the scripture. But let, let's look at Psalms 37 and 1. He says here, fret not thyself because of the evildoer, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Verse 2, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as a green herd. Trust in the Lord and do good, and so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Verse number four, he says here, delight thyself. Praise be the name of God. He says here in verse number four, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Verse number five, we're going to stop there. He says, commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Praise God. Oh, I like to talk about the light. I like to get verse number six, but we, we don't have enough time. We're going to move on here, but I uh, just want you to be encouraged to know that Jesus come to shed light on them to encourage them to consistently grow in faith because he had healed this blind man and he was more focused on, you know, uh, glorifying God and growing and building their faith. Praise God. He was teaching about faith and glorifying God. And he was using this man's suffering. Praise be the name of God to exemplify that. All right. And so well, let's take a look. And thank God for all of you that are, coming on, joining us today. God bless you. Now, let's take a look here. I'm in St. John. Those of you that just came on with us, we are in, we're in St. John chapter number nine, and we stopped at verse number four, all right? We stopped at verse number four, and then our scripture passage we just left from was Psalms 37, one through five, okay? You can read six in your study time, all right? But we're talking about the light. And I shared earlier with the people of God, just an overview to encourage you that not always because bad things happen, you know, bad things happen to good people. And it doesn't mean that God is judging you. God is 
getting you back because you got the coronavirus. And, you know, the Bible does say it rain on the just as well as the unjust. But I want you to be encouraged that if you got COVID and you didn't die from it, you ought to bless God because he allowed you this grace and mercy for you to suffer through it, to glorify and build somebody else's faith, to trust God in spite of what you're going through. Now, I'm not saying you should be unwise and get the coronavirus on purpose to get a testimony. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if God allows you to, uh, uh, you know, go through it, you know, take you through it, he'll, he'll deliver you from it. Praise God. If he allow you to, you know, be faced with it, he'll take you through it. Praise the Lord. So now I want to say something here. You know, uh, sometimes we connect in the Jewish culture, as I said, as an overview, uh, it was commonly believed. And I think people today in Christian Christendom today uh, have this same mythical belief that if somebody gets sick, somebody have a calamity that is connected to some type of sin. That has not always been proven. And that's not always scripturally proven. Praise God. We know God is the only one that can bring judgment and, and judgment begins at the house of God. But don't look at everything negatively, well, negatively that comes in your life. We got to look at purpose, you know, Romans 8 and 28. He says, and we know that all things work together. All things all the time or all things some of the time. It's all things work together for the good all the time. Praise the Lord. To them hmm, that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. God has a purpose. If you have to deal with something. He has a purpose to get you through it. I just want to encourage you. Let us take a look here. Sometimes we use the same uh, type of mythical teaching and belief, which is Iran's teaching. Just because you got sick or you had a misfortune, it doesn't mean that God sent it your way always. All right. And so this is how the Jews thought. They thought because this man was born blind, he had committed some type of type of sin. Uh, some some kind of sin, praise God. But Jesus was teaching uh, uh, to show them their disbelief and their prejudice. And it wasn't the parents that had sinned, neither had the man sinned, but that the works of God might be manifest. All right. Let's take a look here. We live in a world, you know, that, uh, I don't know, that just looks negatively on things. But sometimes, you know, People suffer. Even the innocent must endure suffering. That's a part of our Christian walk and our Christian makeup and our foundational structure that God has founded the church on. We was born in the fire. Praise God. Praise God. And we can't dance in the fire except we've been born in the fire. Too many people want to dance in the fire, but hadn't been born by the fire of the Holy Ghost. You ain't going to make it through the fire if you ain't got the Holy Ghost. I just want to let you know. I'm not trying to beat up on nobody, but I got to let you know. You need the Holy Ghost if you're going to dance in this fire. But this fire don't always feel good. You ain't going to always feel like dancing either when the fire comes. But this fire that God put on the inside, it will get you through the storm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory. And he says here, 
He says here in verse number four, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, night coming. No man can work. But he says in verse number five, as long as I am in the world, praise God. And this is what I want to say to the people of God. As long as you in this world, you are light. You are the light of the world, praise God. Because God has passed that baton to you. He's given you that light on the inside. He has lit that fire of the Holy Ghost in you. And it's a burning fire, praise God. And you can make it through the storm. But I want to let you know, if God took away suffering uh, whenever we asked, we would follow him for comfort and convenience. If, if we didn't have this pandemic, we would only, it would only prove that we serve God only in our comfort and our convenience. But the storm and the fire and the trouble hmm, and the challenges come in our life to show us that we are the true believers, praise God. And nobody's going to uh, make it through here without enduring, praise God. And you can only endure when you have the Holy Spirit, when you have the power that truly comes from God. You can weather the storm. You can make it through. You can overcome. And Jesus said to the boys when he was getting ready to get out of here, he encouraged them and said, be of good cheer. Praise the Lord. For I have overcome the world. Praise God. And so I want you to be encouraged to know that Jesus overcame and so can you praise the Lord. All right. And guess what? God is not going to always take away challenges and suffering when we ask him for our convenience. And, you know, it should not be out of love and devotion, regardless of the reason for our suffering. God has power to help us deal with it. I want to share something with you. God has power to help us deal with the suffering. Now, not for us to be unwise in what we're doing and then try to blame God because we suffered from it. But that's what we tend to do. As I said earlier, we do unwise things. And then when consequences come, we want to blame the Lord. No, the Lord said, I didn't tell you to do that. Praise God. You did that without consulting me. Praise the Lord. And so we ought to put the blame where it is on us. Praise God. But let's take a look here. Uh, God will give you power to deal with it. And when you suffer from a disease, tragedy, handicap, misfortune, hmm, don't always complain. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't complain at all. But change your complaint to a praise and a thank you, Lord. And don't always try to understand why something happened. This is what the scribes and the Pharisees did. This is what, you know, the Jews did. And sometimes we ask this question all the time. Lord, did I do something wrong that my father or my sister or my brother got sick from the coronavirus? That is what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to sow doubt in your spirit that you was the reason for why something happened. But I want to change your theology and your way of thinking to challenge you, to let you know it may have happened to increase your faith. It may have happened that you might glorify God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we ought to be challenged by this, theo you know, this theology, you know, this wrong theology of I must have done something. Really? 
know he's God and he's sovereign. Praise God. And if he wanted to judge you for something you did wrong, he'd have done it a long time ago. His grace and mercy has allowed you to get to this present point. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, let's don't let's don't play God. You know, let's let's don't let's don't sell sell our almighty God as being, you know, cheap and flagrant. We serve a loving, compassionate, all wise, powerful God. And he can do whatever you want to whenever he get ready to do it. And he didn't have to wait till the pandemic come to get you for something you did wrong years ago. Praise the Lord. So let us let us just make sure we understand. Some things happen to build our faith. Some things happen so we can glorify God. Some things happen that we might tell the good news that Jesus has power to deliver. Praise the Lord. And so when you suffering from something or going through something, don't ask if you did something wrong, but instead ask God to give you more strength and more power. Glory be to God to get through the trial because the Bible said for the trying of your faith, working patience praise be the name of god james says count it all joy glory hallelujah when you fall into divers temptation glory to god oh i feel my help coming on today praise the lord mm. knowing that the trying of your faith working patience mm. and the bible did so let patience have its perfect work have a perfect work that you may be entire wanting nothing. Praise be the name of God. The next time your trial come or your test come, ask God to give you strength in the trial. Offer you a clear perspective on what is happening and what's going on. Bless God. Thank God. Psalms 34, the psalmist in Psalm 34, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. So my soul shall make a boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. He said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Let me get on out of here. Oh, saints, I feel my help coming on today. Just want to encourage you. Jesus says here in verse number five of St. John chapter nine, he says, long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. And now that he left us in the world to be lights in the world, we are light and we have a responsibility not to put our light on the bushel. Praise the Lord. But let our light so shine that men may see our good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. He says here in verse six, and when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made a clear spittle. Mm. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay he spat on. I'm just trying to explain it to you. In verse number seven, and he said unto him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam, which is uh, by interpretation means sent. I mean, he fulfilled the Jewish law and he sent him to the pool of Siloam to wash his face, wash his eyes. And he went his way straight forth and washed and came seeing. Oh, glory be to God. When he came back, he was seeing, praise the Lord. You may have went in this pandemic blind, but you're going to come out seeing, praise the Lord. Glory. Oh, praise be the name of God. You're going to see clearly who the Lord is. You're going to see clearly he got all power. You're going to see clearly that God is a keeper and a provider. You're going to see clearly, glory, 
that he's a shield unto them that put their trust in him. I got to get out of here. I got to go, y'all. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. I just want to say to the people of God, be encouraged. Praise the Lord. I, I just want to say this. Uh, I just want to say this to the people of God. No matter what you're going through, give God praise. Give him thanks. Let him know that you believe God. Being the light in your life, you have a responsibility to share the good news. Sometimes we look at the word light, but we got to understand the light is there for a reason and it's to shine in darkness. And so if you are in this dark world and you are a believer, no matter how small or how large that light is, your responsibility is to let it shine. And so whatever it is that's happening, whatever it is that's taking place, you got to know the reason Jesus came into the world. And according to St. John 12 and 46, he said, I'm come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Let your light shine. You need to trust and believe Jesus just like the light Praise God. Came to Saul. God has given the light to the to the church. Praise God. And so we have a responsibility to not only be light, but light also shed the light on sin. Praise God. When light shows up, it shows everything that's been lying in wickedness, lying in darkness. And this is why uh, the light and darkness cannot uh walk together. Light and darkness can't walk together. The Bible said when the light came, the darkness comprehended it not. Don't you know you the light and the world is darkness and the world lied in wickedness. And so you being the light, praise be the, praise be the name of God. There is no agreement between light and darkness. The light always repelled darkness. So I want to let you know, be encouraged. Be encouraged and keep looking to the hills from once come at your help. I want to say again, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. If you want to support us, please send your support to the dollar sign FIGI TV. If you have cash out, please sow into it. It's voluntary. If you desire to do so, we need your support. But most of all, we need your prayers. And we want you to be a magnet, praise God. We want you to take this gospel that we've shared on today. Share this link with somebody that need a word of hope, a word of comfort, a word of encouragement. Let them know that you also a light that's shining in darkness. With no further ado, again, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you and let your light shine in Jesus' name.
Come on, give it to him.